health channel, iHealth Radio, where do your host, Hurricane Age. Uh, today is a unique show, different show, no guests, just me. And uh, as you can see on the screen, it's Healthspitality. This is our second Healthspitality show. And basically it combines the idea of hospitality and health. And, you know, basically we're looking at health, hygiene, safety, and value uh, in the hospitality world. And of course, this also kind of uh, makes a little bit of a, a unique show because uh, two years ago, just at the onset of the pandemic, I had done a first show, actually, it was one of the first shows on the actual channel that was uh, about Royal Caribbean and how they managed the uh, onset of the pandemic and whether they did a good job or not. At the time, uh, we went uh, day to day and we report on the activities and how you know uh, they managed the whole crisis at the time. It was still in the beginning before the lockdown and everything. And uh, of course, uh, the pandemic had impacted the cruise lines big time. The cruise industry was pretty much affected royally and many other industries, of course. But, you know, the hospitality as a whole was a problem, you know. And, of course, with the cruises, uh, there's always the risk and uh, people are leery and not sure whether they want to go on the cruise. Is it safe? You know, and so on and so forth because it's confined spaces. Well, uh, you know, today we're going to kind of cover all that. And also I'll share with you guys some of the updates on the cruise and, and and the practices and things like that that happened today. Now, I happen to have been on a cruise uh, a second time, which was basically February 2020, and this was February uh, 2022. So two years to the to the mark, really. And again, it's not about me going on the cruise. It's about you know doing the actual investigation and and just experiencing it, you know, uh, at at first hand. And I have to say, I am a cruise fanatic, so I actually love and enjoy vacationing, you know, uh, on on a ship. Uh, I just find it a very uh, easy way to vacation. Uh, you don't think too much. <laughs> you just get your luggage, you know, get ready, drop it at the curb, and basically you're on the ship for a few days, and you don't have to worry about a lot of things, and everything is pretty much cooked for you. You just have to pick what you want to do as activities and so on and so forth. But of course. Uh, we are on the health channel and the health radio, so we want to make sure that we always cover the health topic and the health theme. And uh, again, this is a good platform to share with you guys firsthand experiences on what this uh, means to you. Now, if you are a cruise goer and you really love cruising, you know, and you haven't gone back since the pandemic, uh, you know, today is going to be a, probably a good show for you to actually pay attention to because I'll share with you uh, what we've experienced, you know, going through this whole process of resuming cruising. So that being said, again, uh, today is unique. And uh, the first thing, you know, we've obviously booked the the, the cruise. Uh, we coincided and literally the timing was coinciding the actual anniversary of the first one. So two years to the mark. And uh, so the first thing you book, you know, obviously they give you all kind of emails about, you know, the requirements on the pandemic and so on and so forth. So uh, first thing first. Prior, actually, to, to us booking, we've been hesitant, you know, to actually get on the ship because, or even book one, because uh, vaccination, no vaccination was a big question. Uh, in, the, in, in the beginning, when they resumed, you know, cruising, sometimes in the summer of last year, uh, people were not sure. There was some debates. We've seen some shows on people having issues uh, on the ship, you know, with no vaccination. And uh, there were reports of people not feeling comfortable being not, you know, vaccinated. And they were kind of treated a little bit different than the ones that were vaccinated. And, of course, the dilemma of vaccination was a big deal. And uh, so, so again, hopefully today I will uh, remove some of those those uh, clouds and, and, and basically uh, give you a crisp and crystal, very lucid idea of what is 
and what is not on this particular adventure that we uh, took on. So first things, again, we booked the ship, you know, we booked the dates, we booked the actual itinerary, everything was good. Uh, the condition was, uh, you know, to uh, have a vaccination. At least that's how it stated it in initially. So we were under the impression that only uh, people with vaccinations would be able to sail. Uh, uh, later on, we found out that is not the case, and I'll talk about it, you know, shortly in, in, in the rest of the uh, episode. So, uh, first thing, again, we book, you know, they give you confirmation, they send you the stuff, and they give you different dates to do certain functions or certain activities uh, prior to the embarkation and the sailing date. So, the first thing, they send you to fill out a survey, and basically about your health, condition, blah, 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 vaccinated, not vaccinated, you know, what kind of all this, you know, when was the last time you've, you know, taken the last dose of vaccine. So they actually document that and you submit all that online. And then uh, uh, two days, three days before the actual uh, cruise, they do another uh, email with some more information required and uh, that you have to put in. And then of course you have to do a PCR test, although you're vaccinated, uh, you do have to, to take a, a test, which basically you can do uh, rapid or you know a regular PCR, it doesn't matter. They do have, uh, re they do request actually and require documentation of such when you, go to the, uh, the ship. As a matter of fact, you have to upload it as soon as possible so it goes into the system. And then, of course, when you go there, you show your vaccination card and your PCR, you know, testing uh, documentation that it's not detected and that's it. So, so the good news is everybody pretty much that was on the ship uh, was 100% uh, PCR, you know, negative. No one could possibly have had, you know, a positive outcome, you know, and be on that ship because they double check it left and right. So the day of the embarkation or the sailing, you know, you have to go early. So uh, based on the CDC requirements and uh, uh, the way they actually do things now is a little different from prior days uh, prior, I guess, like before Corona, BC. <laughs> so so uh, what they do now is they give you, I mean, of course, it's always been like that in a way. They always have like, you know, boarding times. But, but this time they actually specific, you know, uh, to the time. So they tell you exactly what time you have to be there and you have a window and, you know, only those groups, you know, that are uh, assigned that particular time can actually get into the port and then uh, go right into the ship once they get through the process uh, of, of embarkation. So you get to the ship. Uh, of course, uh, we sailed out of uh, beyond New Jersey. So uh, the process there is simple. We've been there before. You know, you just get your, your luggage stuff, you drop it, you park in the garage, and then you walk out. Uh, the first thing we noticed that they had actually COVID uh, testing right outside of the port. So if someone wanted to do a last minute, you know, PCR or rapid test, they can do it right there. And and then they call in your time slot. So if you're, we were supposed to be in at 11, so 11 o'clock, you know, uh, the people that were uh, scheduled for 11 lined up and, uh, you know, you have to have a mask. So they mandate the mask once you get close to the uh, terminal and everybody has to keep their masks on and uh, you walk in, you go through security. The lines were not that that crazy. I mean, it, it, it pretty much was similar to prior, uh, you know, sailings that we've had. The difference, like I said, is just that, you know, they have to check in the people uh, on their timing as well as they have to have the masks on and they have people walking around, you know, checking in and stuff. If you don't have it, they, they kind of frown upon it and they ask you to put your mask on. And then ultimately you go through security. And as you pass through security, uh, you'll see some footage right now, 
uh, you'll see uh, a station also for for testing inside the terminal. So someone, you know, especially for kids. Now, uh, the people that are not uh, vaccinated, they have the ability to go in. And I think the ratio was 95% of people on the ship must have been, you know, uh, with a vaccine, and uh, they were allowed for 5% uh, exempt folks to be also on the ship. And of course, they have to provide documentation of. Uh, appropriate you know exemptions you know religious exemptions health exemptions and or medical ones and of course children that are not uh, able to have any medicaid uh, any vaccination yet uh you know five years or, or younger and even uh, older children that may not have been vaccinated yet so so they have the ability to actually test on the spot uh, with their families and then basically you go through security then you get into a, a checkpoint and you have a, a, a cruise uh, employee staff member who comes in they check your credentials they check your vaccine card they check your uh pre uh what do you call it uh, pre-boarding you know information system and then uh and then basically they they confirm all the stuff the the testing documents and everything and once you do that they give you a little bit of a wristband so for those that may be wondering well how would you know who's vaccinated who's not who's exempt who's not well, they do give these tags, you know, that you put around like uh, your arm and uh, basically uh, uh, those will be, those are the ones that are vaccinated. So you walk around the ship with this thing and people know that you are vaccinated. So uh, it'll be easier to to kind of detect these people, or at least identify them. And then, of course, if you didn't have it, that means that you have an exemption or you're a child. And so they 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 have that particular way of, of differentiating the two uh, parties. And uh, once you go now, of course, I have my opinion about that. I mean, uh, in, in essence, if the percentage or the majority of the ship was vaccinated, I mean, I would have, you know, potentially requested, or at least, you know, as, as an operation procedure, I would have made it the opposite. So the ones that didn't have the actual vaccination would have those tags, or I wouldn't even want them to have wristbands. You know, I would put it on their cards, maybe a different color card, or maybe uh, just like when you go and get some services within, you know, the, uh, the the cruise ship, they give you stickers and things on your card. And also on your profile, basically everywhere you scan, you tap your card, and basically they can see that you're vaccinated or not. And, and and we'll talk about that shortly as we get into the ship. So so basically that was the first part of the, 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 the process. And so from, you know, booking to arriving at the terminal to processing through security and through checking. And then once they clear you and you check, you don't have to wait anywhere. You just walk right through because before you would finish your onboarding process or embarkation process and sit until they call your timing to get on the ship. Now it's just basically once you finish, you go right in. So there's no crowd. Then just there's no waiting, you know, time. It's just like one, two, three, you come in, you move. So they made it very easy access in, in a way. And it's even better, I think, than before. Once you get through the ramp and you basically in the ship, uh, you can roam freely. Uh, there's nothing that you do have to maintain your mask uh, everywhere that is uh, enclosed or indoor. Uh, so the, all the venues that are basically uh, indoors, you have to keep your mask on. Uh, eventually, if you go to certain venues or especially the open air, uh, such as by the pool decks and things like that, you don't have to have any more your mask on. You can remove it. But once you get to a restaurant or you get into any facility within the the, the, the ship, you know, or going through the you know the hallways to the rooms, uh, you do need to keep your mask on. And uh, so now there are you know certain things that you have to uh, be aware of. So as you get to the ship. Your card now is actually not just a regular card. It has actually a chip. And uh, basically everywhere you go, you tap your card. So you don't even touch anything. You just you put your card on uh, these, these magnetic things, scanners. And basically it reads, you know, who you are, where you are, so on and so for your room. 
and uh, whether you purchase something or whatever, that's what you do. There's no handing, you know, cards back and forth. Uh, even when you go to checking in venues, they just have these little tablets. You just tab it, and then you know you get, you know, they they can see who you are and whether you have your, uh, you know, vaccination, whatever. All that stuff is in there. All the information is on your profile. Also, they use those same forms and the the, the system to actually check you into different you know, activities because. Uh, they try to limit the num number of people per activity and time slots, so they have multiple shows and things like that to accommodate everyone on the ship. So uh, and during the course, you can possibly have different, you know, shows, and uh, you don't have to crowd, you know, anywhere, uh, and have multiple, you know, more people in one place. So basically, they kind of separate a little bit the, the crowds uh, by doing this particular uh, taking these measures. Uh, similarly, uh, when you go to eat uh, in in the restaurants. Uh, and I'm talking about the buffet area. Uh, that's that's usually used to be a common place where people go in, just grab food and do, do the thing. Right now, uh, they've changed that, so the you know the buffet is still there. You go in, no problem, uh, but you do not touch, you do not serve yourself. Yourself, uh, they have people, plenty of staff, uh, to serve you whatever you want. So you go through stations. You like salads, food, hot, cold, whatever sandwich you name it, pizza. Uh, you just point at what you want, they'll give it to you, and you can go as many flights as you want. So same thing as a regular buffet, but, you know, you just basically uh, being uh, served as opposed to you helping yourself. And uh, the other thing on these particular restaurants is they do have, like, you come in from one side, you come out the other one, so there's no, you know, facing each other. There's no clutters. They try to avoid as much, you know, where there's too much traffic, where people are in one place. And then... Uh, when you sit at those tables, basically they have alternate tables. So one is empty, one is, you know, uh, available. And when it's available and someone, you know, walks out of the table and and, 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 and it clears for the next guest to come on, uh, you don't sit, they have these stickers on these little tags and they have to clean it first and it shows basically clean, ready to, you know, unavailable or unavailable. So when you approach a table, if it's not ready, you don't sit until they actually are clean and they have people dedicated to just walk around and make sure they wipe everything for you. They clean it, you know, uh, super clean and ready for you, uh, sanitized. You don't have to worry about it and you sit comfortably. Also, when you get into any venue, doesn't matter, you have hand sanitizer, you know, stations everywhere. So you basically can get a pump. Sometimes they don't have, you know, physical standing uh, sanitation zones, but you actually have people literally with, you know, hand sanitizers available to you. They also have masks. If you drop your mask, you break your mask, any of the venues, they can give you also masks. They also leave a couple of masks uh, for you in your uh, state. And the other thing is, so when you walk into the, the buffet, as soon as you do that and you clear your card and you do your hand sanitizer, they have also a, a cleaning station or sanitizing station. So they have water, soap and all stuff. So you go through it before you even get into the, the, the buffet area. So basically you walk in clean, you come out, you know, uh, there's very little chance for you to actually cross-contaminate or touch anything else. But of course, there's always room for that, but people could argue that. But at the end, the end of the day, it's it's pretty, they did a very, they did a terrific job as far as the, uh, the uh, hygiene piece and the safety and the measures that they took, uh, they're really up there uh, in terms of maintaining and making sure that you have very little uh, or potential of getting any bug or any type of, not just you know, the, the virus, the corona, any other you know, type of problem, right? So that's that's that. So again, uh, that's in, in terms of the uh, the 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 food. Uh, in terms of the activities, I said, you book different shows. You come in. Uh, if you don't have a reservation, uh, chances are you may not be able to access. But what you, what they recommend, you come in a few minutes, you know, before show begins, 
And if people didn't show up, you know, they have, you know, a few openings still available or seats available, they can still, you know, check you and do this. The one thing that they have is that different venues have different uh, abilities. For example, uh, those that have exemptions versus those that are you know, vaccinated, they have different, you know, seating arrangements. So, for example, if you go to the theater, which most of these ships have uh, nice theaters where they play their Broadway shows and the musicals and stuff like that. Uh, they normally before back in days everybody goes in whatever you pick a seat and you know you go you know balcony or or just the main you know uh, hall it didn't matter and today in this particular uh, uh, sailing the way they do it now after the pandemic is that if you are an exempt and you don't have the vaccination uh, you do not mix in you know within the actual uh, vaccinated crowd so they have them separated the top on the balcony will be exempt no vaccinations and the bottom will be all vaccinated and of course if you're in the vaccinated area and this happened in the mid of the the, the cruise they actually had you know, switched it a little bit and within the, the last couple of days of the, the sailing they actually had it on their compass which is their new daily newsletter or itinerary of activities they uh pretty much you know kind of indicated that if you're in a venue that is designated for vaccinated guests uh, you can actually uh, remove your mask within that particular place and uh, so, so basically, if you're in, in a venue that is uh, purely uh, purely vaccinated, you know, guests, uh, you know, uh, worthy, uh, basically, you will be able to sit without a mask. And so you can just chill normal. Now, ultimately, if you go to a restaurant and, or any cafeteria on the ship, uh, you sit down. Once you sit on the table, you move your mask and you eat normal, just like we do now in, in any of the, the, the cities around the world. But, but once you start moving out of your table and uh, you move on or you know, around and about in the ship, you have to actually maintain the mask in, which is a little bit annoying. I mean, ultimately, it's not an easy thing, you know, to keep you know, the mask, you know, 24-7. I mean, obviously, you do sleep. <laughs> you do get to your stateroom. And, but when you're in public, you have to maintain it all the time. I mean, the staff, uh, that's an important piece I'm going to talk about in a minute. Uh, they cannot remove their mask whatsoever. They keep their masks on uh, 200%. As a matter of fact, prior to our sailing, there were actually a couple of sailings before they had two masks on mandatory. And each and every one of the staff members, they have to have, uh, they could not possibly even be on the ship if they didn't have a full, vac full vaccination. And they maintain them uh, as the new boosters come out. They make sure that they all get those uh, boosters in. And that's how they've been maintaining uh, the order and safety of the staff and the health of the staff to ensure that you know uh, they don't have any issues. Also, another thing, they did not allow the staff to actually uh, come out at uh, ports of call. Uh, that was something back in the days. You know, when we get to a port of call, you know, the staff also they have an opportunity to go shop around and buy stuff and just decompress a little bit of the ship. Uh, during this 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 pandemic, you know, you know, format now post pandemic format, you know, the the staff did not have an opportunity to leave the actual ship, so therefore they stayed, you know, for months without even stepping foot out of the ship, which you know, for me a labor, you know, stand it's a very difficult thing. Uh, you don't even get out of the ship. I mean, the ship is large and it's a big place. Uh, but still, I mean, eventually, after a while, it it gets a little tough. So I, I felt bad for 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 those guys. I mean, but they do a terrific job in in really making the experience very sweet and beautiful and memorable for anyone uh, and all their guests. And uh, you know, again, from this platform, I think everyone on that ship, you know, and uh, they were courteous. They were very pleasing. They were very, you know, accommodating. They were happy, and actually, they were very happy also just to be, you know, working because uh, a lot of them had. Uh, 
been completely off work, you know, for a couple of years until all these these uh, cruises, you know, regulations have been put in place. So imagine these folks, you know, they relate. Uh, that, that's basically the bread and butter, and they couldn't do anything about it. And so, but again, this is not about only the the cruise step because. Uh, Industry-wise, you know, in general, all industries have been affected and uh, uh, employment has been tough for the last two years. I mean, we're all aware of this and uh, now it's getting a little better. But again, for these people, they actually have contracts for like months at a time. So you're talking about six to, you know, to nine months, uh, you know, contracts where they basically leave their home countries and they'd be on that ship working day in, day out, doing the same routine over and over. And one thing that, you know, they didn't, at least before they used to be able to go and shop for their personal items, articles, whether it's, you know, soap, you know, toothpaste, whatever, it, it, it was difficult. So I did ask the question and, uh, you know, what they have apparently is they had the, some sort of an Amazon deal and uh, they were able to order in things, you know, at port of calls and, uh, and or, you know, uh, embarkation and the, the embarkation days and they would be getting their stuff, whatever they need as supplies. And some, some actually guests also bring things for and, and they give them to those staff members uh, to make the, uh, the stay and uh, their comfort, you know, uh, a little bit better. So, so that was a good thing, you know, in terms of just uh, courtesy, people are, are good to each other, you know, and that's great to see sometimes. And so, so that's, that's it. Now, as far as the, the, the signage, everywhere you go, I mean, they had clear signage everywhere on the ship, you know, digital, you know, stuff, uh, they have, you know, posters posted pretty much every other, you know, 10 years, you will have something that reminds you of a mask, that reminds you of, you know, distance. Uh, the uh, elevator banks, they, you know, they were very, very well, you know, uh, th there's there's a lot of signage there to to uh, make sure that you don't have any issues and that to remind you of, of taking those precautions. And uh, the one thing that typically on a ship, you know, you could literally stuff up those those elevators, you know, up and down. In this particular time, they had the limit of six people uh, per, you know, per elevator flight. And or if you are one group, that means you have to be in the same family party in order for you to actually go into uh, a, an elevator. So if you're going to share it with others, you cannot go more than uh, six people and everybody has to keep their mask on. So, again, signage was prominent everywhere. And uh, it was really a good experience. I mean, you know, you feel good, safe. As a matter of fact, I think it was overwhelming because you possibly could not breathe outside of the stuff. So you would spend, you know, little time indoors and you want to spend as much time outdoors. Now, uh, when we got to the destinations, that was also a, a cool opportunity. Uh, when you walk out of the ship, you know, they, uh, you maintain your, your mask. Once you get into the islands or any destinations, and we've had, we had the opportunity to go to a couple of islands, uh, you don't actually have to wear a mask, uh, except if you're going to an excursion bus or something. So if you're on the bus, you have to maintain it. If you're in the upper decks, for example, on double deckers, you and it's uh, open air, you might you know be able to remove the mask. Um, and that was just optional. Of course, a lot of people kept their mask on, especially if you go into foreign you know countries and foreign islands. But then uh, a lot of these islands have also their own measures. So when you go to stores or any businesses, you would not go in without a mask on. And so only if you're in the open air, like outdoors, which, which would be standard everywhere around the world these days. Now, what we did here that eventually after we got off the ship and right this course of the week now, um, this new sailing that just left, uh, they had actually uh, lesser, you know, uh, restrictions in terms of the masking and uh, it became more optional. So I think we're getting closer to the point where masking and, and we do know that eventually by mid-March, 
the federal you know, government has uh, potential ideas of, of removing those things. Now, of course, we don't know if that's going to be a guarantee or not. It might have, uh, you know, an end in sooner than later. Maybe it will be a little longer. But I think uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel. So I think uh, the masking will go away. Uh, but I think the measures that have been put in place in on the ship, I mean, they're definitely uh, real good uh, measures. Uh, excellent measures of, of prevention and you know i mean you you have to be able to do this now they did have uh medical facilities on the ship and they have extra staff in and they even offered uh pcr tests for people uh on the ship if they needed to check and definitely all the ones with exemptions and or kids without any vaccinations the day prior to disembarkation they had to actually, they were called in, you know, all of them, the guests were called in to a particular location where they had to actually take a PCR test before uh, disembarking from the ship. And so that was another thing. So, so again, they were really uh, ready and had all the preparation, all the measures, all the, the measures in place to ensure that, you know, the sailing was smooth from the embarkation to disembarkation to port of calls uh, and that you would not experience anything else. I mean, they were cleaning left and right. I mean, that ship was mint. And you will see on the footage right now, you know, it's it's a pretty clean ship. I mean, there's not even <laughs> dirt on that thing. I mean, that's they don't keep it. I mean, I think the, the bugs, the viruses, the bacteria, you just they didn't want to be on that ship because it's just so much sanitation going on. Isn't that funny? I mean, uh, sanitizing the ship was like their priority and making sure that, you know, there's less risk of anybody on that ship to bring in the virus. Uh, and again, the, 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 the actual cruise was nine days and uh, we have not heard of any case where someone was even reported to have, you know, uh, an illness or anything on that particular ship. And by the way, uh, that's exactly what happened two years ago. So when we did the first, when I did the first show and we monitored a little bit the activities, uh, you know, there was, it was just called no problem. It was a, you know, they did a great job then. And that was with less, you know, measures that they have now. I mean, they had the sanitation, they had the stuff. Of course, at the time the buffet was open, uh, didn't have all these, these tagless, you know, or touchless, you know, tags and things like that. But, but technology helped as well in the process. So things have become a lot more uh, sweeter. And of course, there are other activities like, you know, like the spa, the thermal suites and things like that. Uh, you know, they maintain them clean. You know, you couldn't even possibly have, you know, opportunity to bring in anything to those places. Uh, you know, uh, courts everywhere. If you did sports, you have to maintain your mask on. Whatever there's crowds, you have to maintain mask on. Uh, you know, and, 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 uh, except, like I said, where it's uh, vaccinated guests only. Then you have anywhere where there's a potential of mixing with crowds with, with exemptions and non-vaccine, uh, you would have to actually keep your mask on. So uh, that, was, that was just the key rule across the ship. The one thing that we also noticed that uh, in most of the sailings, and I've been cruising for you know, many years now, and I enjoy, as I said, the vacation, the cruise time. And, and uh, one thing that we've always had the pleasure of you know, experiencing is you know, having the discussion with the captain, and especially in the formal nights. But uh, in this particular sailing, we noticed that the senior you know, officers of the ship were not really available to mingle with people. Now, I, I, can, I can see that, you know, that is a priority one because, I mean, obviously you don't want a, a captain, you know, with quarantine. <laughs> so, so, so I think that's, that's a great measure where, you know, the senior staff, you know, of, uh, or senior officers of the ship would be a little bit, you know, more isolated. So they are protected in terms of any potential risk that can happen. Of course, 
in in any uh, vacation mode anywhere, and there's always a risk of of having you know a, a pandemic you know issue, and uh, uh, especially in these these times, you know, and even before the pandemic, I mean, there's always you know every now and then you get a little bit of flu, you know, uh, and then you have quarantine and so on and so forth. So I've actually experienced something like that a few years back. We were on a ship, and uh, during the mid you know period of that that sailing. Uh, there were a couple of staff members that came up with a flu and they were isolated. And then from that point on, they actually had stopped the buffet and they started serving. They had the one like, you know, option you walking from one area to the other. So those measures are not really that new to them. They were, you know, in place all along as as, as a backup, as a, uh, as a uh, fail-safe systems, you know, in case this particular, you know, uh, scenario, particular scenario happens. But but it was, it was just a fun opportunity. So for anyone that is fearful not sure not secure not ready yet you know again i mean uh you know this was my experience i'm sharing it with you and i'm sharing with you what's been in place uh, of course you know you have to be convinced that this is the right way for your vacation i still think that it's nothing any different from being in, in a resort or in a hotel or going in on a plane or a train or anything i mean there's that risk everywhere and so so at the end of the day it's uh you know life must go on and if you really enjoy cruising and, and, and enjoying vacation uh, I, I felt that it was very safe. Uh, hygiene was there, safety was there, health was there, um, and even value was there. I mean, you know, the price is a little bit higher, you know, that prior to the pandemic, but we understand that ultimately, you know, there's there was a lot of loss of financial, you know, uh, profitability over the last two years for these industries that were shut down. And, uh, but, you know, there's still good deals going on. And, you um, they were a little bit more aggressive in terms of the, the pushing some of the services and you know beverages and things like that, and uh, they just try to sell more. Uh, but but that's not new to the industry. I mean, they always try to. I mean, they have a lot of activities in there that you can buy, and of course, there's a lot of stuff that's already included in your trip and your package. But but you have options to buy stuff you want more and. Uh, and uh, they, they, they did a little bit, you know, just a little bit, maybe I would say 10% more than what they did before. And that's it. But overall, I, you know, the staffing, they were very, very happy. They were uh, very grateful to be back. They were working uh, hard and, and really, you know, helping people to have a great experience and taking good memories with them back. And so, so that being said, I think that, you know, uh, my judgment, my, my assessment would be in the scale of, uh, one to ten, I would give them a ten. I mean, they did their job. I don't think they can do anything more that they did, and uh, even they did a little bit more than they should, I think. But that's me. Um, but but at the end of the day, it is it is a go uh, concept for me. So this is definitely a thumbs up and go to you know go for it. If you really want to be in the ship, you know you can, and now it's the right time. Um, it's just a fun place to be, uh, good times, very relaxing. You can do everything that you want on the ship. Uh, you know, if you like to watch good art, you know, good musicals, good Broadway shows, they actually bring to you, uh, comedy, um, you name it, jugglers, you know, worldwide renowned, you know, uh, performers are out there, uh, great, you know, music, you know, venues, uh, they have so many, so many, so many talented shows. You know, and, and talented brand, bands actually playing different things and uh, programming. Uh, there's movies, there is uh, activities. I mean, this particular ship, you know, Anthem of the Seas, uh, they had even bumper cars. They have, you know, a lot of different things that you can uh, really enjoy. Great food. Um, and they, actually, food-wise, I mean, I, I think that was the other thing. I mean, restaurants, uh, 
besides the buffet or the main dining, uh, and they were doing terrific. Yeah, they have also specialty dining that was also great. And, uh, and like I said, the hygiene, the safety, and the measures were there everywhere. You could not possibly touch anything that would have any anything dust specks of dust on it. So so it was just perfect. So again, that's and then when we went to the islands, even the food. I mean, the way they took the food from the ship, you know, for like in the private islands, they actually bring the food out of the ship so people can enjoy while they're actually on the island. Uh, for those people that have never been on, on a cruise, you, this, this stuff sounds a little weird, but, you know, yes, I mean, there's a lot of cool things that happen. And uh, as you can see, some of the footage that, you know, that's covered right now, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. But but it's uh, it's pretty, you know, good stuff. I mean, uh, the ship is just, you know, uh, I, I walk literally a floating uh, town with everything. I mean, it's a hotel, but it's it's pretty much more than a hotel. There's a mall in there. There's stores. There's anything, you know, there's... Uh, uh, it's just just a big facility. It's a big, you know, uh, piece of equipment that's moving on the sea, and and it's got a lot of different moving parts, a lot of stuff. And I mean, the ship was um, this particular ship could actually uh, carry more than four thousand, you know, passengers. And I think we were only at twenty two hundred passengers, so it was actually less, uh, you know, it was maybe like sixty percent capacity of the normal now i'm not sure if that was by design or that was just that how many people actually are on ship because people are still leery about going on the ship but you know uh just just this last week i mean the largest ship in the world has started sailing and it's actually i think it was in cape canaveral in florida and that's the wonder of the seas and, and that's really wonder of the seas i mean the thing is just a, you know it's supposed to have 8,000 people plus staff. I mean, you're talking about 10,000 lives, you know, floating on that thing uh, with multiple levels of activities and parks and so on and so forth. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just phenomenal. These things are crazy. Uh, but again, that's my enthusiasm about cruising. So, but I'll, I can tell you, you guys, uh, if you haven't been on one, it's you're missing it. You can start, you know, with a smaller, you know, uh, itinerary. I, that's how I did it the first time. I took a five days cruise just to fill it out. And believe me, on day five, it was like nostalgic. I mean, like I didn't want to leave that ship. And from that point on, I mean, it's just history. We've been going. I mean, the last years was almost, you know, painful because we could not be on the ship for, you know, the, just there was no ships. And then at the end, when they started, you know, we were still uh, you know, debating, yes, no vaccine, no vaccine, all the stuff going on ships, safe, not safe. But again, uh, from a personal experience, we had fun. From a, a health experience, from a channel experience, from a production experience, you know, I had enjoyed actually, you know, going and experiencing this and talking to people and seeing what's been in place. And uh, like I said, it was just a very smooth operation. It was a very smooth sailing. Uh, literally, we had a great time and uh, look forward to the next one. So, you know, again. Uh, if you really enjoy it, if you haven't been into it, you know, maybe it's something to look into it. So have fun, enjoy. Uh, and uh, that being said, that's about it for me. I think that's that's that covers it all for this particular episode of Health Hospitality. And like I said, at the end of the day, it's uh, two thumbs up, you know, uh, score 10. And yes, go. And that's about it. We'll be talking soon, different show, and this time with multiple guests and, uh, you know, different topics, of course. We'll talk soon. Bye for now.